It is here. Renewal Sunday is here. And there's no better way to start it than a word of prayer to our Father. Father, as we come to you today, at this time we, we ask that what we say and do here encourage, enlighten, enhance your kingdom. Father, we pray for our renewal and the excitement that we hope to build today. And in Jesus' name, amen. For the last several years, as Scott, uh, Scott stated earlier, we've kind of operated in a fog. This nasty thing called COVID has caused us to retreat and crawl into a shell. Zoom and other technologies have kept us in contact, somewhat contact, but we drifted apart. Not only did we drift apart, we also got lazy. I'm here to say that those days are now over. The Oakcrest Church of Christ is now back fully open for business, the Lord's business. Marla Huddleston will quote you right here. She said, all of us who are now here are here because we want to be here. And it's time, past time, for all of us to get back to work. In a few minutes, you will hear the results of the Huddle Groups. You will hear plans going forward, plans that you will be involved in, actively involved in. Involved in a ministry that not only you are good at, but one that energizes you. Each of us has been given gifts, skill sets, if you will, and it is our responsibility to use those gifts. Although in all these past couple of months, years, whatever, we have had some success stories. The mission contribution. Not only have we hit the budget every year, but we surpassed our budget. The bridge class is a major reason we have had growth with younger adults. Sarah's daughters started another session on Wednesday night and an adult class came along with it. Plus a Timothy class on Sunday evenings for young men. The youth trip to Waverly to help flood victims, as well as the most recent trivia cowboy cowgirl banquet are just some of the success stories. And now you can add uh, last week's Easter egg hunt where thousands of eggs were recovered in less than three minutes. <laughs> Are you wondering where you may fit in going forward? Where can you get energized? Here's a few ideas. The visitation group has started back up, taking meals to those who have a difficult time getting out. Taking meals is not the mission. Visiting is their mission. You don't have to cook, you don't have to drive, you just have to smile, talk, and listen. You'll be surprised at how much fun you can have in a short period of time, usually a little less than an hour. Funeral meals was a service that we were able to keep through the pandemic times. This is such a help to families in times of stress. It gives families a quiet time to remember, and it's a silent service, but one is so very much appreciated. Perhaps you are an I-dotting, T-crossing, detail-oriented person, and working with the admin team could be your calling. Paperwork not your strong point. If that's the case and you can get your hands dirty, then you can go on the next youth working party. Ties can always use a few more adults in the high schoolers promise not to work you too hard unless you get in a competition with them. Wow, women of works. Stayed active through the COVID. They met many times. When we as shepherds have found a job that could be almost anything, we have said, let's ask wow. And so far, it's been a great working agreement. 
You feel a deeper study of the Bible is something you could really get into. Men's Bible study or ladies' Bible class meet during the week, and there's room for you in whichever study group is appropriate for you. Have you found a spot for yourself yet? Don't give up. I'm not done. How about combining the skill sets to greet people, valet park, open doors, hand out bulletins, and be here early? Door greeters are in first impression on Sunday morning. Now, we have some regulars that are doing it, but we need to expand. We need to add the west door, and we need to cover some absence of those regulars. Are you a retired lady or a young man? It doesn't matter. Can you sew? That matters. The sewing room has produced quilts and other things for those in need along the way. Now, are you a lady? This is the only requirement. To be active in the women's ministry. Activities that not only are fun, but are team building, drawing one another closer to each other. Thus, by your love for one another, the world will know you are my followers. Jesus said in John 13. Now, are you a man? Only requirement. Currently, no one is leading this group. So can you organize activities for man stuff? In the past, we've had tool swapping parties with lots of man food, meaning there was no quiche in the room. Okay. By taking over the men's ministry, you will be drawing the men closer together. By your love for one another, the world will know you are my followers. And yep, it's still in John 13. We can also add for both men and women's ministries, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourself, Romans 12.10. Would working outside of the building be your cup of tea? Helping those who are less fortunate, perhaps. I can point you in the right direction with one word, Whitmire. Whether at Cross and Crown or Christian Service Center, Luke or Drew Whitmire can assist you, direct you, and involve you in ways to help. Inside the building or outside the building, on Sundays or any other day of the week, you are needed. The mission money that I spoke about earlier is important, so don't, don't misunderstand me. Don't get me wrong here. But some of the last orders Jesus gave his followers while he was on earth was to go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. He did not say pay someone to do it for you. Although sending someone is one of the tools, the Apostle Paul is a perfect example, but it is not the only tool. Each of us needs to find a way in which, which tool in our tool bag works best for us. Because what is at stake is the rest of verse 16 where it says, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. It's time, it's important that we get back to work. I have mentioned a few places that you could get involved, and there are other opportunities to serve as you will hear about shortly. Regardless of your skill sets or lack of skill sets, you are needed. We need each other. All of us can pray. Each one of us can pray for the others. Again, the Apostle Paul is an example in his letters to the different churches, starting them off by telling them how much he cared for his brethren. I make mention of you in my prayers. He says in Romans 1, 9, I thank my God always concerning you, 1 Corinthians 1, 4. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy, Philippians 1, 3, and 4. Prayer is something all of us can do, and it 
it helps to walk into a room and, and uh, close the door. Jesus said, it's okay. In Matthew 6, 6, he says, go in the room and shut the door. Now stand by, if you will, for the, my fellow shepherds will share the results of the huddle group, plans for the future. Abraham Lincoln said the best thing about the future is it comes one day at a time. Today is day one. After meeting with you in our huddle groups, and we're so grateful how many of you participated, your eagerness to participate. And uh, here, this is kind of the general results, the general threads and themes that we heard. <clears throat> Obviously not every, every comment, but uh, it went something like this. Our, our first question that we asked you was, what do you think Oakcrest's strengths are? And you said, we are friendly. We're caring, we're mission-minded, we have a good reputation in the community, we're servant-hearted, and we're generous. Um, those sound really good, I, I appreciate that. Uh, it, it was good to hear those things. But of course, also, we have to ask, what are our weaknesses maybe? Where could we use and stand some improvement? Um, and you said technology. And let me clarify, for those of you that work in technology, it's not, you're not the problem, it's the equipment. Okay? Amen. Want to make that clear. Uh, you said we need more community involvement. We are an aging congregation. Uh, maybe we have lost our identity. We're not near as evangelistic as we used to be. And we need more connection groups. Now, there, this is just the, the main threads, the main theme that, that we got from, from your information. And uh, we look forward to working with you on making these improvements and going forward. And I just want to close with uh, Ephesians 3, 20, 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, starting in verse 19. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new, by a new living and living way opened for us through the curtain, that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with, with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience, and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promises is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, 
not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. There was a couple parts in that in the second phase of our huddle groups that we had that we asked you to uh, rate on a scale of one to on scale of one to ten, but there was a couple other pages that we asked you to tell us what you thought were the top things that we should be working on for 2022. And that's what I get to do. Have the next slide, please. These were the areas that we had asked you to rate and put, put a one, a two, or a three on it. Evangelism, families, fellowship, youth, benevolence, missions, education, worship slash Sunday assembly, connection groups, or service projects. Looking at, looking at those and think a little bit about what Alan was saying. I think, I think what he said and what you said are congruent, they match. So if we can go to the next one, please. This, these are the top three. I, I'm gonna say the top four because there was actually a tie for, for what was the second one. And, they, and these were overwhelmingly what you said were the most important things that we need to be working on starting now. Worship and Sunday assembly. You said that was very important for us to be together. And as the Hebrew writer told us, that we should not give that up. Evangelism. What are we doing in order to get people to know Jesus? And then families and fellowship. We need, we need to be getting together more. We need to do things that are family-oriented. We need to strengthen our families. Some of the things specifically that, that you mentioned, I'll go ahead and read those. Uh, we need a better focus for outreach and ministry. Who are we trying to reach and how can we do that? Fellowship opportunities can be combined with service projects. I'll agree with that. Togetherness needs to be strengthened. Reaching the lost are needs, and they are important. We need more gatherings designed to mix up members to know more about each other. We are so lacking in getting to know our in-house community, talking about each other. And then more energized and uplifting services. So I think this is pretty. I think this pretty much sums up what you said we should be looking at for 2022. Now, Danny and Scott have got some other things they're going to to share with you. Please, 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 be ready to start running, Danny. Romans 12, 6 through 8. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your, grace is, if your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. It, if, if it is serving, then serve. 
If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for being here, and I especially want to thank the ones who participated in our four huddle group meetings. As a group, the elders looked over every comment that was written down. We spent time in prayer on everything that we talked about. So often we take a survey and we're never apprised of the results. We ask you to rate Oakcrest on a scale of one to 10 for the gifts that are mentioned in Romans 12, six through eight. We averaged every response. And I will say this before I give the results. As I said, we had four Hello Group meetings. The responses from these probably varied maybe two-tenths of a point from one group to the next. The responses were very, very close all the way through. And finally, we averaged everything together and came up with the scores that I'm gonna go over with you right now. Okay, first slide. Prophesying, 6.2. Serving, 7.7. Teaching, 7.0. Encouraging, 7.6. Giving, 8.1. Leading, 6.6. Showing mercy, 7.6. We looked at everything you said, and while we can't act on everything that was mentioned, we will focus on some of the top priorities. Now, Scott will present the plan of action priorities that came from the huddle group meetings. I apologize, way too much of me up here today. I really do apologize. Um, but you have been very patient. Thank you so much. The, the shepherds did a great job sharing with you. And I just want to echo what their thoughts were about just how your participation was passionate. It was optimistic. It was positive. And I'm excited. 2019, a group of you, a group of us met together for six or eight consecutive weeks to talk about forming a vision or a mission statement for this church. Maria Lambert was an amazing facilitator to help us get that together. And you are familiar with that community with God, community with one another, and community with our neighbors. And we were all very energized, excited about that. In fact, we had different people coming up and sharing and talking about how we're going to do all those things. And then we know what happened in March of 2020. Everything just kind of got put to rest because of COVID, as many of us have mentioned. But the whole purpose of what we've done over these past several months is not to recast that vision. This idea of community is on point. I mean, it is what we are about. So it's not recasting the vision. It's about reviving that vision. And certainly my fellow shepherds have been sharing some ideas and thoughts from you that really displayed keen insight and perceptions and really showed how you are so committed to this church family and how this is your family too. And it was very obvious with your remarks and your comments. Um, we've asked each of you, we asked you in one part to just kind of let us know about what we think the priority should be. We kind of came at it from two or three different directions, but it all came up the same. So if we could put that slide up. These are, these are actually 
the 10 priorities that we asked you we should that we asked you to tell us what you think we should focus on and i'm not going to read through them but there's 10 of them there and we asked you to tell us and so you actually listed four far above all the others and they really do have to do with all the other things that both alan and ben uh bill and and uh, charles and dandy been sharing so the first one i think we read highlight there on the next slide daphne is children that was above all number one children youth we would also include bridge group um, that doesn't come as a surprise because if you recall one of the areas that bill said that you told us that I mean, on one side, I guess you could say it's a strength because an aging congregation, you would hope, means wisdom. But on the other side, um, we're getting older. And so it's not a surprise that we said children and youth. We have three, actually four point people in these areas. They're going to be calling us to action. And I hope that we'll be having a lot of tap on the shoulder this year, but not us tapping on you, but you tapping on us. And so I've asked each one just to come up briefly. I want you to have a face with a name to know that if this is an area you want to be involved in, we're going to have Jennifer come up first to talk about her area, then Tina, then Tyus. We've given Blake and Madison a pass for today. Brian and Gina let them know because of the coming of Nick. But the bridge group has also been incredibly important in helping us to be able to become even a younger church. So Jennifer, then Tina, then Tyus, please. You know, it doesn't surprise me that in the huddle group meetings, you said that children and youth should be a, a, one of Oakcrest's top priorities. Um, but it does warm my heart, though, um, because really we are a church who um, loves children of all ages, and we love families. Um, there's a lot of examples of that, but one of the most recent ones was last Saturday at the Easter egg hunt. Uh, we had so many of you show up, and it was cold, it was windy, but you had smiles on your face, and you served um, our families that visited, our community that visited, and um, the children and the families from, you know, Oakcrest here. So I want to thank you for that. I had a chance really to thank you, but thank you for that. Um, you know, our um, nursery classes since COVID, um, since we're kind of coming back from COVID, they continue to grow. Our We Worship, our Kids Praise classes, um, Sarah's Daughters, Timothy class, uh, Wednesday night ABC uh, club, they continue to rock and they're growing as well. Um, and we do look forward to adding some additional um, classes on Sunday mornings for the different age groups um, in the weeks and the months to come. But you know, families, children, youth, they are our priority. So I feel like one thing that we need to think about as a task is what is the best way to work with those? We'd like with, with those groups. We, we want to know what you think about that, you know, in today's culture, today, today's world. How can we serve them? How can we include them? Because we don't want to, we want them to be part of us, not just separate little entities. So that's something that we really want to talk to you about. And um, that's something that I feel like we need to work on. That's a, that's a call of action for us. Um, so just stay tuned and be ready to help.
As Jennifer said, we have a lot of opportunities for growth in the, the kids' areas. We're, last week, we actually had 33 kids in kids' praise. It was incredible. I was so excited. A lot of people wouldn't be excited to be in a room with 33 kids, but I'm that girl, okay? I love that. If you ever see me, you know I have kids, either mine or other people's, with me all the time, which brings me, that's one of my passions. That also brings up the families were mentioned on there and family ministry is something that I want you to really think about if you are first if I just mentioned a few things like family retreat end of summer blowout Dodgers game I hope that makes you smile because we've had those in the past and we've all had such a great time we have lots of ideas my husband Jason and I have a lot of ideas for that he's also with the kids all the time in the Timothy class and so if any of those things whether it be helping in our Bible classes or kids praise or helping with a fam with family retreat or family ministry uh, in any way you don't have to be maybe you're the person that sends out the emails maybe you're the person that coordinates the food maybe you're the person we can find a job for you but if you smiled when I said any of those things or if you feel that God is calling you in any kind of way to do that, I would love to hear from you about that because we are excited about the opportunities that lie on the other side of, of this Renewal Sunday. Good morning, Oakcrest. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm Tyus. I'm the youth minister here at Oakcrest. Um, Man, it's just super encouraging to hear that you guys uh, want to put more focus uh, on our youth ministry, on children's ministry. Uh, that says a lot about you guys. Um, so, man, just a call for action. Um, anytime that maybe Johnny or Gina or Lauren or Kathy kind of can't make it to something, we're in trouble. Like, like we, we need sponsors. We need people who are willing to just love kids. So if that is you, like, we, we need sponsors. Uh, we also need drivers uh, for uh, summer servant events. Uh, man, sometimes it's, it's just me and Johnny, and if Johnny's sick or has something going on, then, like, again, we're in trouble. So we need people who are willing, that, that have a driver's license, uh, who, who can drive kids around. So, man, if you are interested in that, we could use you. Uh, also, if man, if you are gifted in making meals, uh, man, please talk to myself or Gina uh, on Sunday evenings. We, we love to provide the teams with meals, uh, just something, something that they can come back and look forward to. So if that is your gift, we can use you with that as well. Um, and then, man, if you aren't able to go on trips or maybe you feel like uh, cooking meals isn't, isn't your strength, man, just continue to pray for our ministry. Uh, we just need people who are uh, just man, just concerned about our teenagers and, and their relationship with Christ, so continue to pray for us. And then, man, also just try and build relationships with our teenagers. They, they just need to have mentors, uh, people that they can look up to, um, adults who can, I don't know, be uh, spiritual guides in their life. So, man, please, at any time, just man, come down front or man, give someone a phone call. Just continue to invest in our teenagers and I know that they will bless you. All right. Thank you, guys. We are so blessed 
to have Jennifer and Tina and Ty is leading these areas. Really appreciate Johnny and Gina and Kathy and Laura and all those who participate. I also have to just tell you that we had great participation for our young people at these huddle groups. I know that I think Kaylee and Shaylee were at my table one time, and I was so impressed with their maturity to say one of the things we really need is more intergenerational kind of things here so they don't want you to feel like you don't belong in their lives. It's an amazing thing. The second area that you said we need to focus on, which came as no surprise on the heels of COVID, the next red highlighted area was fellowship opportunities, being able to spend more time together. Um, Christiane Anderson and Chris O'Dell work a lot in that area, but we need some other people. It's not just about having a meal on Sunday, but there's other fellowship opportunities, togetherness opportunities that we wanna focus on. And, and mentioning that, be sure and mark down, here's something you can put down your card, May 15th, we're actually going to have a potluck dinner on May 15th after the morning service. You'll be asked to bring desserts and things like that, but that's going to be on May 15th, a couple weeks from this next Sunday. So fellowship opportunities, there'll be numerous possibilities there. The third one that you also mentioned was a focus on our guests, and I really appreciate that. I don't know about you, but... Think about the last time that you had to go someplace, maybe it was a doctor's office or some meeting or something, and you drove up, and the first thing you thought is, where can I park? Where's the entrance? Are there bathrooms in this place? Are there per certain places I can or cannot sit? See, well, that's kind of how we do sometimes. We come in and we just know everything so well. We need to be aware of our guests. We're honored by them. We're energized by them. We need to make sure they feel comfortable. I can't think of anybody who will do a better job with that than Tom Grimes and Dwight Heron. Tom Grimes and Dwight Heron will be absolutely amazing in helping us to become even more focused on making sure that our guests are invited. And by the way, something always comes up, and whenever we talk about talents, and Alan did a great job talking about looking at our talents, it's inevitable I've always heard this comment, and you have too, and that is, well, I still don't know what my talent is. I don't know what my gift is. Next Sunday, beginning May 1st, four Sundays, we're going to have an adult class at 9 o'clock in which we're going to talk about finding your place. We're going to be focusing on Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. I can't guarantee you that you're going to walk out after four weeks and say, it's nailed on, I got it, but... But you'll be so much closer to seeing where God has you fit into this body than ever before. So be sure and mark it down. You want to be here. The shepherds are going to be a part of that. Different ministry leaders are going to be a part of that. Beginning next Sunday at 9 o'clock. We need for you to be here. And then the final one that you mentioned. Hire a preacher. Hire a preacher. Well, I have to tell you. That after months and months of prayer, the shepherds praying, conversations, we are so pleased to announce that God has answered that prayer. God has answered that prayer. Now, it's going to be a little bit of a different model than the traditional model we have for what we call the full-time preacher the one who is in an office or working for 40 hours a week and so forth and so on, and what we call preaching opportunities. Now, the reason why we as shepherds are convinced that this new and different model can work is because that's what we've had for the past 13 months. That's the model we've had. And you have 
You have arisen to the challenge. In fact, I would even tell you that I've seen a spirit in this church over the last 13 months that has been so encouraging. It has been so wonderful. I don't think we've missed a step. I don't think we've missed a beat. It has been an opportunity for different ones to rise up and seize the moment unlike other times. And so it has been very encouraging for all of us to be able to see that happening. That's why we are totally convinced that this model will continue to work for this church family. This individual currently teaches in the communication department at Oklahoma Christian. Some of you got to hear him last month. I want to tell you that he didn't come. It wasn't a tryout sermon. But just through a series of events, it's kind of like sometimes, you know, God just has to kind of hit you a little bit extra hard and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I've sent the rescue boat. I've sent everything here to help you. And you're still wondering what the answer is. It's kind of so he kind of slapped us up on the side of the head. And we realized, I think God is showing us the way. And the amazing thing about this is that this individual and his wife are also looking for opportunities to be more of service. So he will continue to teach in the communication department at Oklahoma Christian. We should be grateful for that because he will only help us in terms of what we're going to be trying to accomplish here. And so I would just say one thing, and I, and I want them to come up. I just want you to know that on behalf of the shepherds, we, I, we are absolutely thrilled that Brian Simmons and his wife, Sharon, have accepted our invitation to begin as our preaching minister. And we're not wasting any time. Next Sunday, he's on board. He's here. So come on up. Brian and Sharon, if you'll come on up. We are going to be so incredibly blessed. I just have to share this one thing, because to me, as a, as, a, as a preacher, this means so much. If you'll sit here just for a second, I won't embarrass you too much. Brian was teaching in a college up in the Pacific Northwest Christian College. Came to Oklahoma Christian eight years ago to start teaching. He was preaching for a church up there while he was teaching, just like he'll be doing here. That church loved him so much that you know what they did for four years? They flew him up there every weekend to preach. For four years, you do not preach, you do not do that to someone you don't like, that you do not feel is a part of your family. And so we are so tremendously excited, and we feel like we're going to be so blessed to have Brian and Sharon. I've just asked Brian to come on up and just maybe share a, a few words, as much as he wants to say. Sharon, you're welcome to come up too. And then after Brian finishes, I'd like to ask all the shepherds to come up, and we're going to pray over Brian. Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> Actually, I had a dream last night. I woke up about 2.36 in the morning, and someone, I, I dreamt that when I was introduced this morning, they introduced me as Donald Simmons. <laughs> I'm not Donald. I don't know who Donald is, but I believe that none of us are here by accident. I believe that my wife and I have been led to this place to serve this church family. And I believe that you've been uh, led to our lives to be a blessing to us uh, because my experience has been that when God's people open up themselves to serve it in his kingdom, he does amazing things. You know, as I talked with the, my wife about this and talked with the shepherds about this, I also asked anyone that I could uh, around our campus and at other churches in the area 
so what's up with Oakcrest? What do you know about them? And every single person of whom I asked that, they all said, oh, that is a great, great church. Every single person said that. And some were actually envious that my wife and I have opportunity to be a part of this church family. And so I am just optimistic and so excited about the opportunities that you provide my wife and I. And we just hope to be a blessing to you. We hope to be able to serve alongside you. We're anxious to get to know you. And if you just remember, my name is Brian, not Donald. <laughs> that would be great. You have Charles pray over them. <clears throat> I shared this with Ryan and Sharon before services this morning, and I echo what Scott said, and I believe each one of, a, one of your shepherds would say the exact same thing. We are thrilled to have them with us. I'm encouraged and optimistic about the relationship that we are all going to form. So pray with me, please. Father, we thank you for watching over us. We're so thankful for the way that you move and thankful that you brought Brian and, and Sharon to us. Father, I'm just so thankful for their hearts, so thankful for their talents. And Father, I know that you're going to bless them and you're also going to bless us in this relationship. Father, I ask that you be with each of us as we consider what has been shared. May you, may you grow us internally and externally. Thank you again that you brought the Simmons family to us. It's through Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going off, off script here. Um, Scott left full-time ministry in 1996, 26 years ago, to pursue a business career. Even though he was not preaching full-time, he continued doing counseling, weddings, almost all of our funerals. He taught Bible classes. He made hospital visits. He did home visits while working a full-time job. About a year ago, we were in need of a preacher, and Scott stepped up once again and did a majority of the preaching since that time. I know for a fact that sometimes his days begin with his first appointment at 7 a.m., and a lot of times he's not home until 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night. On Saturday afternoon, when we're spending time with our family or relaxing, Scott's home preparing the sermon for the next morning. With Brian now on board, I know Scott will continue to let his light shine for Oakcrest and for God any way he can. And I want to pray for Scott right now. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful for the willingness that Scott has to share the word, to do the work, 
that's required of a minister while he is still working a full-time job. I thank you, Father, for the talents and abilities that he has. I thank you for him and Gwen and the family that they have, and I pray that you continue to watch over them and bless them. And Father, be with Oakcrest. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Well, that was embarrassing. <laughs> I don't just start working on Saturday afternoon on your lessons. I know, it may, <laughs> I know it may seem like that. I know it may seem like that a lot of time with my messages, but um, I am unbelievably overjoyed about Brian and Sharon coming. Just unbelievably overjoyed. I, I would su- suspect by two weeks from today or three weeks from today, he'll know all your names. Um, by the way, Sharon is a teacher too and has an amazing personality and commitment uh, to God as well. So enough said about that. You've been so kind. I know we're running late here, but we thought that would be meaningful, meaningful for us. Rick, do you have just a few announcements here before we kind of wind up here? Um, so again, just just please know that Every one of us needs to be committed and passionate about being a part of God's kingdom work. No more excuses. The sin of Moraz in Judges chapter 5, verse 23, when the children of Israel were being overwhelmed, the sin of Moraz is that they did nothing. That was just as much a sin as anything else. And so we need to be committed individually and collectively as family members not expecting Brian and Sharon to do it all. They will certainly do their part. But every one of us has a ministry to fulfill, to be involved in. Be here next Sunday. Rick's going to come up and just share a few announcements. And then we're going to sing a final hymn. And I'm not really into gimmicks or into cheesy things, although I guess I'm guilty of it now and then. But we're going to sing this final song. And this will be the invitation. If there's a time during this song where you feel compelled to stand, to say, I am for Oakcrest for God's glory. I'm going to be supportive of my brother and sister. I'm going to use my talents. We are going to be the brightest possible light we can, not only here, but throughout this entire world. That would be your offer to respond to God's invitation to say, I am all in. I am on board, and we're going to be part of having an impact to this world that God needs for us to be. Rick, if you'll come up and just share these announcements with us, and then Kyle, if you'll lead us in this last song, please.